Listening to Being Jim Davis. What is a Garfield? <laughs> a miserable little pile of secrets. <laughs> but enough talk. How about you? <laughs> My name is John Gibson and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. And Chris, listener, we're gathered here today on this, the 188th episode of this venerable podcast, to discuss the 188th installment of the decidedly unvenerable comic strip, Garfield. True. Uh, just looking at the calendar, I can see that today is a Saturday, and it's the last Saturday... No, no, second to last Saturday in 1978. It's 1978's yep. penultimate yep. Saturday. Yep. Uh, it's a red letter day. Uh, it's December 23rd. And um, what do we have in store today, Chris? John, in today's episode of Garfield, the second ever Christmas themed Garfield <laughs> strip in the history of the universe. Well, dramatic irony occurs. Hmm. Okay. You, you want to um, take issue with that? You want to say this is not the second ever Gar- Christmas themed Garfield strip? I mean, is the universe infinite? Uh, I said universe, what? not multiverse. <laughs> okay, all right. Look, if I had meant multiverse, I would have said multiverse. Fine, fine. Okay, all right. Do um, you think there is a multiverse? In this podcast? No, nah, I mean, you know, in the whatever. Is Do you believe in the mini world's interpretation of quantum mechanics? Um, believe is the wrong mm, word, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well... I mean, I'll, I don't know. It's one of those theories that I actually probably would be okay with the, the use of the word believe rather than, yeah, it's you know, a fair something point. like accept. It's, it's not like, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not a scientific theory. It's not really testable. It's not, um, Though, you know, I mean, it's not like gravity or something, you know, you, you know, I'm, mm, it's, I don't... it's a, it's an idea. It's like. Yeah, this is a, this is an idea. You know? I don't know if I'm comfortable saying it's like that string it's theory. Not a scientific theory, and I guess I'd say the same about hmm. string theory. It's not testable in the way that the you know a standard hypothesis like you learn about in high school is. But I a think standard a lot. Theory, you mean? Yeah, like a lot of. I think the model of the scientific method that we all learn in high school where you have, you come up with a hypothesis, which is falsifiable or confirmable, whatever. Um, like that works really well for a certain area of science, like basic chemistry, you know, some basic physics, stuff like that. But then you get into other areas that are unquestionably scientific, like geology. And it's not like you can perform an experiment necessarily um, oh, that's that's bullshit. Right. Okay, go on. <laughs> I mean, that, I'm sorry, Chris, but that's go I, on. I fe- your entire premise is based on a misunderstanding of the scientific method. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not all like dudes in lab coats with like beakers and shit. I like okay. It's 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 you know like 
it's based on observation and like coming up with uh you know like you come up with a hypothesis and then you like you know use logic and shit Uh to like figure it like like what would we expect if this were the case you know Mm -hmm. and then you go out and you like you look for observations to confirm or deny that you know and then you you build a theory around that it has nothing to do with necessarily uh like working in a lab i'm i'm not disagreeing with you i I think I think we basically actually agree about this. I'm saying the model that they teach you in school really seems like that's what they're focused on. The dudes in lab coats conducting uh, uh, manageable experiments where they can, like, isolate and control all the variables. And Yeah, you're saying it's not taught very well, or it's taught in an oversimplified yeah, like kind that, of way. That, that scientific method i think because they teach it they teach it at such a young age that i feel like they like they have to oversimplify it i have i have i have strongly advocated for a long time that the scientific method should not be taught to babies (laughs) it's just you have to dumb it down too much you're over you're overruled (laughs) um um we're getting probably off topic Really? I thought we were, I was looking forward to a digression into the differences between observational science and historical science. No, well, okay. I mean, I think that's where we were headed already. Well, and I guess you know, I, I just mean, wanted really, to I mean, say, like... I mean, that's microevolution, you know? I mean, that's not macroevolution, you know? I mean... Yeah, well, like, hi- historical science, to, me, to my mind, is still science. And so I, I just... I, I, w- I prefer a more capacious view of what constitutes science like science is just a word meaning knowledge just to be clear just to be clear all of the the words that i just said those aren't real words like there is no such thing as historical science or observational science it sounded good, it's all though. just it's all just fucking science it's all just it's all just, just words. to be clear it's just words that was, people that was the joke okay it's just words let's talk about some garfield shall we the the science of garfield the Garf- Garfieldology, I guess. Yes, let us turn Garf- to Garfology. Garfology. The Garfological Sciences. Noted, noted Garfologist. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, John and Garfield are arranged in what I would call standard countertop position. Agreed. John is excited. He's looking at Garfield. Garfield is not excited. Mm-hmm. Bored, I would say. He's even. looking at John. He's bored. Yeah. John is asking Garfield, what would you like for Christmas, Garfield? To which Garfield replies, in thought, 100 slave dogs. Not a joke. That's actually what he thinks. <laughs> this is my favorite panel of Garfield. Yeah, I mean, honestly. This week, for sure. It should sure. just end there. Yeah. Everything after that is a slave dogs. 100 slave dogs. <laughs> this, is, this is like a rare instance of Jim Davis's notion of humor and what is actually humorous overlapping i want to i want to amplify the point you just made john <laughs> jim davis often draws Look, this is the notion okay sorry jim davis often <laughs> draws funny pictures that's, that's not what you meant jim davis often draws funny pictures and today jim davis wrote some funny words hmm. and that is highly irregular but do you think the, the line one hundred slave dogs is fun to say? Yeah, it's fun it's funny on multiple levels. One, it just sounds funny. Yep, yep. It has a nice ring to it. Yep. It has that nice a nice poetry. Agreed. Uh and 
And number two, uh, it's funny to think of Garfield as, um, you know, wanting wanting to have slaves, wanting to enslave other creatures. Mm, I, I like funny. imagining. I like to imagine a slave dog fanning Garfield with a palm frond. I, <laughs> I had not thought of that, but. I like to imagine that now as John, well. can we stipulate that there's nothing whatsoever funny about slavery? A monstrous human institution. Mm, you're kind of hitting me on the on the spot here. I mean, I'm just saying, look, look, we couldn't couldn't we have discussed this before the show? We, I'm just saying, like, we've we've trod over this ground before. We both agreed on a previous episode. I am not going to look it up, but we both agreed that, well, the Holocaust is not funny in the slightest. The phrase "dog holocaust" <laughs> is just—it's just funny. There's just something funny about this phrase, "dog holocaust." I forgot about that, and I think the same applies here. Slavery, human Chris, human bondage. How did that phrase come up? It's you know, it was. I think I think the important thing is that it was, was highly it, relevant to it was the, in the strip text, we right? were discussing. No, it Garfield must have been did, in the text. Garfield did not say dog holocaust. Garfield said we need we need what we need is a dog holocaust. No, Garfield referred to it as a final dog solution. And he's and he's like he's like building an oven or something. Oh, oh god! god. Oh. No! 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 Cut that out! You made that you made that too graphic. Okay. Uh, I think Garfield referred to the number of dogs in the world. And it oh, was okay. either way too high or oh, way too low, and we concluded. I think that he said there were like Holocaust. billions of dogs in the world, and I think we took issue with that. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah he implied Probably. that there had been a dog Holocaust. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, we right, want, so you we were saying very clear, you were saying there's nothing funny about slavery as a human institution, but the line. 100 slave dogs. <laughs> it's just, I can't say it without laughing. It's one of, this is one of the funniest panels since, like, it just, the, the picture of Garfield smoking a pipe. Yeah, I agree with that. And I kudos that. to Jim Davis for doing something, for finally doing something funny with words. I mean, this kind of makes me think about, like, the, like, okay, so, like, People have people use dogs for labor, you know, like sled dogs. Sled dogs, you know? hunting dogs. I mean, if you think about it, welding dogs. I mean, particularly particularly with sled dogs, dogs. Those dogs are like, in a sense, an extremely loose sense. Uh, those dogs are, are are kind of like slaves, right? I mean, they don't they're get forced to, to do manual labor. They don't get yeah. you know, uh, and. You know, probably this doesn't really happen anymore, but like a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. like in 1915, super common for like people to ride their sled dogs until they they died and then they would eat them. I mean, I think they did. I think I think uh, I, I think Shackleton ate his dogs. I want to make I want to I want to make two qualifications to that, John. OK, number one. When I said that 100 years ago it was 1915, that is approximately true, but not strictly accurate. Number two, it was I, close w- enough. I wouldn't say it was hugely, uh, hugely common for people to work their sled dogs until they died <laughs> and then eat them. Like, I think that probably occurred sometimes. 
It, no, I'm going to call you on that. It was totally in common and in the age of the North and in, South Poles. In the age of exploration, it was standard practice. It was like they planned it that I'm way. I'm only in snowy areas. Yeah. Well, where else would you use sled dogs? Exactly. Checkmate, motherfucker. Exactly. What were we talking how about? How do you get back? If you do that, though, like, how do you get back? Do you just walk back? Yeah. Huh. It's standard practice, huh? I mean, it is more efficient. You know, I mean, like, because, like, once the dogs, uh, you know, stop working good. Mm. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, like, feels monstrous and immoral to us today. Do you, you know, think Garfield because we're wants, better now. Garfield wants to work his 100 slave dogs until they die and then eat them? I think that Jim Davis is not intending that, but that is kind of how I read it. Like, like I, I imagine Garfield as wanting his slave dogs... Like, he wants Chattel slaves, you know? Mm. John, how do you feel about cultures that eat dog? Are you cool with that? Um, or just like, well, that's what they do. I wouldn't be into it. Or do you find it uh, objectionable? I, I, I find it objectionable. Take that, Korea. Take that, moral relativism. <laughs> um, I would never yeah, eat so my dog, George. Are we agreed that that this is funny and not really in the way that Jim Davis probably intended? Like, like he probably thought this was kind of cute. Like, oh, Garfield wants slave dogs. Like, but I think you and I kind of read it as more sinister. I and think hence the, funny. the more we talked about it, the darker and more sinister it became. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't know. I think I think it was kind of cute at first. I will say that panels two and three are a big letdown. Panel two, John Arbuckle says, I'll bet you'd like a nice fluffy ball of yarn to play with. Panel three, close up of Garfield. He's thinking, I think I'll put a piranha in his Christmas stocking. Totally uh, to unnecessary To my mind, panel. yeah, both of those panels. Uh, totally unnecessary. Just, just, yeah. yeah, garbage. It's weird. It's like... The, the slave dogs thing is really I mean like that's your bread and butter in this strip like you want to put that in the last panel I think if you if you want this to be good yeah if this were a good if this were a good strip it would just be one long panel or, or one, Garfield, one panel like we've seen we've seen Jim Davis break up mm. panels into sub panels we haven't seen him merge panels into super panels but I'd like to see one yeah, big I guess. super panel I, I, I don't know that that's really so much the issue is just the idea that, like, like I'd like to see Garfield ponder the question, you know, and be, like, thinking. Mm. Maybe if he just had ellipses in his thought bubble in the first two panels, and then he decided on... I disagree. I disagree. I think it's funnier... The dogs. When, I Ooh, think, or... I think it's funnier when he answers immediately. Okay. Like, he already yeah, knew what he wanted. What do you want? 100 slave dogs. <laughs> what if, if, what to, if the if last panel... If he has to think about it, it's not as funny. What if the last panel, uh, he, he were thinking, uh, 1,000 slave dogs? <laughs> oh, like, so, like, panel two, he's like, no, wait. Yeah. You know, like, he's thinking about it, and then he's, and then he, he thinks, make that one. Th what if in, what it's if. It's a better form of retribution, because, yeah. like, like, instead of, like, planning this dumb prank with a piranha, which is, Whatever. you know, by itself would be, it could be funny, but the slave thing is so much funnier. Yeah. What, um. <laughs> What if panel three is just John giving him 100 slave dogs? <laughs> yeah, that would work, too. That would work, too. Yeah. I just I just like the idea of Garfield as as retribution for John's shenanigans in panel two, uh, upping the ante and, like, 
Oh, I see. Wishing, what you wishing mean. for even more. You know, like it's kind of like if like in, it, it's like if he were saying, and the wall just got ten feet higher. You know, <laughs> the slave dogs will pay for it. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Well, we're all paying for it now. We are. We are. I, I think this works best as just a one-panel strip. But Agreed. So it goes. But uh, this is definitely an example of dramatic irony, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. The reader knows that uh, that Garfield is planning to put a piranha in John's stocking, but John doesn't know that. Well, I mean, I don't think the reader... I didn't believe that Garfield was genuinely planning to put a piranha in John's stocking. But I do think this is an example of dramatic irony. We know something John Arbuckle doesn't. Uh, we know that Garfield is unhappy with Fluffy Ball of Yarn and wants 100 slave dogs. <laughs> All right. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Definitive proof that there is no God. Yep. As if further proof were needed. <laughs> You can support the show by leaving us a review consisting of a integer number of stars mm-hmm. on iTunes. You can visit our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave a comment, send us an email uh, to info at beingjimdavis.com. Yeah, John, the maximum number of stars you can give on iTunes is five. But actually, there are billions of stars. If I was not Jim Davis. Just a thought. You can click the button to sign up to co-host our podcast. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at being Jim Davis. You can follow me at Inscrutable Taco. And I'm Shop at our the store Chris Winter. At cafepress.com slash being Jim Davis. Good night. Oh, you princes of men. Or whatever the thing is. Sleep well. Sleep the sleep of angels. Alright, this is going pretty well. Yeah, I mean, we're racing through it. You know? I mean, I think we're very good at recording this podcast. We are very good at it. We're so yes, I'm being Jim Davis.